Blog Talk Radio. It's 
you know, it's serious, but it is um, truthful, I would say. Truthful and honest and giving our good, honest opinion, political atmosphere. So I want to say shout out to all of our live listeners and to every single last one of you who are tuning in. And if you're tuning in on the playback, and I appreciate you for tuning in on the playback. That is amazing. That you would literally take the time out to listen to us when you are, you know, when you have downtime. You know, you could be doing something totally different, like, you know, getting some extra work in or getting a workout in or playing with your little ones. You know, a lot of you are on the Internet. You're, you know, you are on your social media platforms and stuff like that. So we definitely thank you um, for tuning in wherever you are, when you can, how you can, whether it's on your phone, whether it's on the download at work in your cubicle, or if many of you are working, um, shout out to you for holding on. And for the many of you who are looking for work, stay in the fight. There is work out there. So um, just forge ahead. That's what we, that's the message here tonight, forging ahead and um, just paying attention to what's coming up in today's political atmosphere. Excuse me. Now, tonight's episode is about where we are as a nation and our challenges that are ahead of us. And we begin with, we begin this evening with giving you a lot of the crazy, but also giving you um, some, something, something that you can take with you, something that you can hold with you, um, something that you can um, uh, uh, maybe get out of this episode. Because, you know, this is what a political hot mess is all about. While we tend to get into all of the crazy, we also want to leave you guys with something that you can um, think about, some things that are serious, some things that are um, really plaguing us that we truly have to think about. And um, we'll bring you that at the end of this episode. But, excuse me, but tonight we're going to get into what truly has been plaguing us. And I know you guys know, especially with all of you who are or who did um, vote, I know some of you probably didn't, but that's okay. (laughs) That's truly okay. Because sometimes, um, you know, hey, that's just your choice. If you are not wanting to vote, that's okay. Um, And maybe it's not okay for some people because some people see voting as making a change, as truly stepping up and putting your say-so on the line, whether it goes in the direction that you Sorry about that. Whether it goes in the direction that you truly want or how you voted, you know, that's that's behind us at this point. It's truly, truly behind us. Because at this point we have to really look at what's in what's 
near in front of us, okay? So what we have now is, um, you know, someone that is uh, for the last four years has truly um, dug his heels in this nation as a, um, hmm, how can we put it? <laughs> as a, um, hmm, as someone who, I, I would say, to someone who really didn't take the job seriously, and I think that we all know that. Um, we have talked about Trump before. It's been maybe about two years ago <laughs> since we really talked about him. But if you guys follow me on Twitter, I'm very vocal about Donald Trump. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm very vocal about Donald Trump and all of his antics and all of his crazy. Because to me, as a person um, that has to live in this country, well, you don't have to do anything, but that chooses to live in this country, make a way here, um, make a living, you know, uh, raise kids, um, have family here, um, you know, it should, you know, it shouldn't make you angry per se, but it should make you want change, um, and it should make you, it should prompt you to want to vote um, so that you can put your voice out there. And I think that the people have chosen. And, again, um, you know, they've, they have chosen, I believe, the right individuals. <laughs> Some people would probably differ on that. But they have chosen two people um, that they feel that can lead better, um, that are more professional, that are not Twitter-aholics. As he is, um, but um, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. But here we are, right here and now. Um, but again, a big congratulations to um, President-elect Biden and VP-elect Harris, Kamala Harris. And of course, you know, I don't need to go into the background of these individuals. Um, I don't need to go into who they were. Uh, before they took the job or before before they won this contest. Um, and I think that we all know every news outlet has been reporting on them, um, what they did in the beginning or what they did prior to running, um, what Kamala did prior to Joe Biden choosing her. Um, of course, you know, we don't need to get into any of that. Well, what we're going, Because, honestly, that's not a hot mess. <laughs> Donald Trump is a hot mess. Um, and, of course, many of you know um, he has truly um, said and done some awful things that many people dislike, um, me in particular. When you look at someone uh, starting well, I can't say starting, but antagonizing uh, the races. That's not cool. That's not good. And it just, it just, it leaves a bad seed of just hate in general. You know, um, sometimes that happens. Some people can shrug it off. Some people can't. And that's where we are at this point. So, I don't know. Um, hopefully, 
<clears throat> excuse me, hopefully with him leaving the White House, <laughs> he can have a better existence somewhere else. But the White House is not for him, okay? It's not for him. And it's not for people that literally support um, lawmaking in general because he hadn't made any laws, not not to a lot of people. So, so let's go ahead and get into some of the things that is on the chopping block right now as far as in the U.S. elections and how Trump is trying to Excuse me. How Trump is trying to um, basically says that he was the winner, and he was clearly he wasn't the winner. And many, um, like President Obama, is saying that um, Trump making false claims of election fraud in the wake of his loss to President-elect Joe Biden and the impact that they're having on this country is very dangerous. And it's dangerous because he is really um, agitating and putting down seeds in different groups of individuals who, you know, for lack of going into a whole spill of things, may be racist groups who don't like certain races of people or certain groups of people. And that is dangerous. And when you look at it, it seems like um, uh, you know a lot of this seems to be. Uh, I would say it's more troubling um, than just something small because they they seem to be the GOP and Trump or some some members of the GOP. And Trump seems to be really motivated by, you know, hate is a strong word, but by the sense that they don't like to lose. And, you know, I know I know a lot of people that don't like to lose, but one of those individuals that don't like to lose. And he is growing, uh, you know, with fury by the day. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I think that we get it, and um, uh, him trying to delegitimize the incoming Biden administration is very dangerous, and I think that we all know that. I think that we all understand that, and I think that people in his party need to really shut it down. Okay, they really need to shut it down because at the end of the day, Trump is a sore loser, and I think that we know this. Um, I think that we understand it. Whether he gets it or not, that's not our problem. That's his problem. But when you look at what is happening and the just the eerie feeling of just, you know, um, small bits of hate that is being thrown out there, it's, you know, it's a very dangerous game that he's playing. And the role of any president, <clears throat> excuse me, is to try to bring his country together. But, of course, we all know what Trump has done since he's been in office. 
he has formed a divisive path um, within this nation. And it's just been really, really bad. And um, when you look at it, you know, all we can do is just try to, with the next individuals that is set to come in, um, you know, all we can do is um, hope that they can forge a bridge um, with many people just to bring it back together. Although, you know, some people aren't meant to, <laughs> some people aren't meant to being brought back together, but, you know, that's where we are at this point. But, um, you know, we just have to um, go with what we have in front of us at this point in time. Now, again, you know, the mere fact that he hasn't, that Trump hasn't conceded yet, you know, shouldn't be a surprise to most. He doesn't want to concede, but that's okay because November the 20th is when the states have to certify. And again, um, when you look at the when you look at the count of the votes, um, Joe Biden comes out on top anyway. So let's get to some of the facts because that's where we are with the facts. <laughs> um, the facts are that. This has been one of the most cleanest elections, um, hands down, that I think that most of us have seen, okay? Um, um, I think that most of the news organizations, um, um, including Fox, who has been on Trump's side since day one, um, has even delivered factual information regarding this election. Um, And again, this election is behind us at this point in time. So here's what we know. The Republican National Committee falsely cites turnout increases as another. (laughs) Okay, this was fact-checked, people. So when you look at all of the Instances are all of the things that were made by Trump and the Republican National Committee. Um, a lot of it is fraud, and it, it, it's fraud in a sense that this particular group of so-called lawmakers is trying to confuse people. They're trying to make, they're trying to um, confuse people in a sense that. You know, you know, it's almost like they don't think people understand or like they take people as idiots. And a lot of people are not idiots. Trust me, they are not. So um, it has also joined Trump in laughably weak supposed evidence to make the case. Specifically, it is baselessly arguing that increases in voter turnout are a sign that something nefarious happened, think so. The mere fact that voter turnout and, you know, there was early millions upon the, you know, just the sheer numbers of people um, voting early were in droves. I mean, huge turnout. This says something. This says a lot, okay? Not only says that people are sick and tired of being sick and tired, but it also says that, okay, people didn't want to stand in line come voting day 
And we also have to be careful because of the COVID-19 stuff. So there were more ways to vote in this election than ever before. And a lot of people took advantage of that. And that is something to be said. Now, they also said the RNC national spokesperson, Elizabeth Harrington, has made numerous false or misleading claims since Election Day. People groundlessly alleging that Democrats are trying to conceal the election and that Joe Biden cannot possibly have legitimately earned more votes than Barack Obama. On Tuesday, her Twitter feed became, um, I guess, absurd. That's a word. (laughs) That should be the word for it. Um, She posted a series of tweets in which she argued that the fact that Biden received more votes in some Democratic urban counties than Hillary Clinton did in 2016 is itself a fraud. Now, this is according to the head of the RNC or the spokesperson of the RNC. Now, a lot of it is, you know, people want to back Trump up. They really want to back him up. And I think that that's a wrong move. You know, instead of being, um, instead of being, uh, or let's just say getting real about what has truly been happening and being honest, whether than, you know, just trying to play the game so that you don't look crazy by someone by the likes of Trump, people are gambling with their jobs, their livelihoods, and their constituents. And it's not right. It is ridiculously crazy right now. Again, this is ridiculous. And there is no evidence of widespread fraud anywhere in this country, including the counties she highlighted. Now, increased participation is not a sign that something shady took place. And I think that we all know that. And from this point on, I think that most of us have to have to literally look at that the increased voter participation is a sheer, is a sheer sense of, you know, they want something new. They want something fresh. They don't want Trump in the White House wreaking havoc anymore. They don't want someone who is erratic. They don't want someone who has crazy behavior anymore. This has got to go. And I think that we are, I think for, I think for like most of us, um, you know, and even people that had voted for him in 2016, I think that people are just tired of it. They're just tired of being, you know, sick and tired of being sick and tired, basically, people. That's what it is. And it shows. It really does show. And when you really, when you really wrap your mind around, or if you have followed what he has done or hasn't done, <laughs> that's kind of, that's not funny, but it is a little comical because he just prides himself on, you know, um, doing big things, uh, making this country great again. When this country has already been great, this country has had a lot of challenges, people. But at the same time, you know, you know, we've had our ups and our downs. <clears throat> we've had our ups and our downs. But these past four years have been ridiculously challenging 
sometimes to no avail. <laughs> okay. And, you know, for some of us that are, you know, huge on most social media platforms, I think that we're just tired of it. We don't want to do this anymore. So we just want to move away from, or, you know, this is going to be a very unforgettable past four years, but we want to kind of, we not kind of, we want to leave this all behind, okay? Leave it behind, start fresh, and try to bridge the gap and try to fix things that have been broken up numerous times, <laughs> okay? This is what we want. This is what we have to do, okay? So when we think about all of the false claims that Trump has put out there, it should be nothing new when you think about um, it should be nothing new when you uh, think about the last four years, okay, his <clears throat> excuse me, his grotesque erratic behavior. I mean, it's just insane. <laughs> just a mess, you know, and I'm not on here trying to give you guys a lesson in Trump 101 that you already don't, that you don't already know. Um, This is who this person is. This is crazy. This is um, crazy. You know, the mere fact, the mere fact that he's undermining um, America's voting process, which you know, didn't work out for him, and we get it, but, <laughs> but you have to begin to say to yourself, what's my next move? What can I do besides be grumpy, be crazy, be saggy, be complacent, harp on things that I can't control? Because, you know, he can't control everything, so, <laughs> and this is something that he will not be controlling. And so with that said, people, this is, you know, this is one of those things in American history that is a political hot mess because Trump is making it a hot mess. And it's not anything that is laughable. It's very serious, the mere fact that this man thinks that he can just take take this election process and call it a fraud when he has no evidence whatsoever, people. Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. That's all I have to say on that, nothing. But, you know, with him refusing to concede this election to President-elect Biden um, and him, you know, not accepting defeat, (laughs) his, you know, the business of just being um, at the top goes down by the wayside, you know, the business of pardons is, you know, not going to happen, probably. (laughs) Um, He is, it is rumored that he is trying to uh, beef up his uh, campaign uh, for 2024, go figure, when he's still, when there's still business to do, but whatever. Um. He 
you know, maybe he is not really accepting the mere fact that he lost, but that's the real deal. He actually lost, and we're happy about that. <laughs> we're really happy about that. Now, now the urgent business of pardons is likely to surge at the top of his list before he decides to concede. <laughs> and um, from campaign associates to members of his family and even possibly himself. Can you go figure that? He could use his expansive party power to try to settle legal questions on his way out the door. Hmm. Um, current and former Trump administration officials say that there's been minimal preparation for an expected onslaught of clemencies as Trump is still pursuing dubious legal challenges to the election. But his Twitter feed over the past three years offers a working list of where Trump might turn to wield his part in power. Hmm primarily toward those targeted by former special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation. Perhaps people listen up. Now, this is, this is important. This is not just something, you know, this is something that some of you guys might, might miss because tweets fly by just with the snap of your finger, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, perhaps the biggest looming part in question is whether Trump will consider granting himself a pardon. Amid state investigations into his business and finances, in the prospect of federal investigators scrutinizing scrutinizing him after he leaves office. Go figure that. Trump has been asking aides since 2017 about whether he can self-pardon. And get this former aides tell tell different news outlets this, that he's been asking people this. One former White House official says Trump asked about self-pardons as well as pardons for his family. Trump even asked if he could issue pardons pre-exemptively for things people could be charged with in the future. Now, this is not funny, people, because at the end of the day, it's not funny. Now, once he learned about it, he was obsessed with the power of pardons. <laughs> and this is, this is really crazy because this can be dangerous also. You know, I guess people always thought that he, you know, he could do whatever he wants to do. But, you know, most presidents, well, he's an illegitimate one. Uh, and that's according to Jimmy Carter, so, you know, it is what it is on that. So, whatever. Um, he really wants to um, do this as quickly as possible. Now, let that sink into the forefront of your brain, people, because at the end of the day, he could he can still do that. Now, the office of the pardon attorney, a Justice Department bureaucracy, bureaucracy people that is usually active in vetting clemency applications has been left out of Trump's 
highly personal process in deciding pardons, playing a role in only eight of the 27 pardons issued by Trump, according to a spokesperson. What does that tell you, people? What does that tell you? What does that tell you? Trump has something up his sleeve, and, you know, um, You know, even though he has granted pardons um, to, uh, at the urging of some celebrities like Kim Kardashian, um, like whatever, <laughs> who made her case in the Oval Office, and I have to say, like whatever again. Um, and earlier this year, he com- he commuted the sentence of his longtime confidant Roger Stone, like whatever, whatever. Um, you know he could do other things, which could be which could be dangerous. And frankly, we all have to pay attention to this because there's a lot of people that are on the chopping block concerning um, near future charges for a lot of things illegally that they have done um, concerning Mueller special investigation investigation. At the end of the day, I think that we need to really, you know, although we're focused on what's what's in front of us concerning Trump on Twitter and different people and people talking about different things and people trying to um, make this election uh, illegitimate, the mere fact that this election is real should literally bring it all home to everybody. And I mean everybody. So at the end of the day, so at the end of the day, what we have to do is just ignore him. (laughs) Although other news and media platforms are not going to ignore him. <laughs> I think that this platform can just ignore him, okay? <laughs> um, although it's not funny, and I'm not trying to make it uh, lighthearted, um, the mere fact that he has damaged this democracy and the mere fact that he has damaged this nation um, is frankly stunning, and that is not meant in a good way. Okay. Um, you know, another thing that should be said about this group of GOP individuals, these older individuals that are very stubborn, they're a very stubborn group of grown ass men, or should we call them grown ass men? I don't know. It's just weird. You know, it's a bit weird. <laughs> It's a bit weird to say the least about who these individuals are. Mitch McConnell and Marco Rubio and others, you know. You know, I have to say this. Look, Marco Rubio wants to wants the GOP to be a more inclusive party, um concerning like, you know, races and, you know, recognize different groups of people and such. I you know, 
I don't know if you guys caught that on Twitter not too long ago, but he did say that. <laughs> it's a little funny, but, you know, the mere fact that he's saying this now speaks volumes of what's about to happen um, in, the, in the next coming weeks leading up to uh, January the 20th, you know, when um, Biden-Harris is sworn in. And when we can kind of get back on our feet as these United States of America. So, but anyway, let's keep it moving. Let's talk about something before we get out of here, something that is a bit serious, something that has affected all of us, um, something that is still affecting all of us, uh, COVID-19. Now, I know that there's been a lot of conspiracy theories about um, what this is, what it isn't, um, the mere fact of how many people it has affected, how many people have died. And I know that many of you um, may have seen uh, the numbers, uh, the mere fact that Texas and California has outdone themselves with over a million cases. It's frankly staggering. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's frankly staggering and um, gut-wrenching. Um, it is uh, the U.S. tops uh, over 10 million cases. And worldwide, it's 52.3 million cases. Uh, we can say, which I think is, Wonderful that over 34 million people have recovered and over a million people have died from this. Now, some of these could be um, uh, other things, um, let's just say other deaths that people may have died from. And the mere fact that they're counting them as COVID deaths um, may be uh, factored into that. And again, that's what's out there. Who knows? Um, COVID-19 has truly affected many families, and it's serious. Um, according to the CDC, symptoms that may appear between 2 and 14 days after exposure to the virus, you may have COVID-19 if you have fever or chills, a cough, Shortness of breath or difficulty breathing. And now, and this is not the flu, people. <laughs> now, if you just have a typical cold this time of the year, you know, that's your typical cold because this is cold season and flu season that is, you know, uh, that is uh, um, uh, uh, really upon us now. So, um, but we're talking about symptoms of what they're deeming as COVID, okay? Fatigue, muscle or body aches, headache, um, new loss of taste or smell, sore throat, congestion or runny nose, nausea or vomiting, diarrhea. Um, emergency warning signs of this tend to be uh, trouble breathing, persistent pain or pressure in your chest, new confusion, inability to wake or stay awake, bluish lip or face. You can learn more. Um, on cdc.gov. And, you know, COVID-19, what they're 
what they're deeming COVID-19 is caused by a coronavirus called SARS-CoV-2. Older adults and people who have severe underlying medical conditions like heart or lung disease or even diabetes seem to be at higher risk for developing more serious complications from this illness. And again, learn more on cdc.gov. Then again, there are plenty of testing sites around this country. And if you do feel like you have been exposed or if you do feel like um, you may have it, please seek help immediately. Now, the best way to prevent this illness is to avoid um, is, is to avoid being exposed to it. I mean, of course, you know, that is one way, but a lot of us can't because we have to go to work. We have to do normal everyday things. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, to prevent the spread of this, everyone should clean your hands often, either with soap and water for 20 seconds or a hand sanitizer that contains at least 60% alcohol. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Put distance between yourself and other people at least six feet of distance. Um, cover your mouth and nose with a mask when around others. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue, then throw the tissue away. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects and surfaces daily. Now, of course, the CDC recommends that people wear masks in public settings and when around people outside of their household, especially when other social distancing measures are difficult to maintain. Masks may help prevent people who have COVID-19 from spreading the virus to others. Again, learn more on cdc.gov. Now, I don't have to keep reiterating this, how dangerous this could be to a lot of different people. Um, Self-care is very important. If you have possibly or confirmed COVID, you you should stay home. Um, except to get medical care, monitor your your symptoms carefully. If your symptoms get worse, call your health care provider. Get rest and stay hydrated. You can also take over-the-counter medicine. If you have have a medical appointment, notify your health care provider ahead of time. And again, stay in a specific room away away from others in your home. Now, again, people, this is going to, this is not anything new, and it's not anything that we don't know. I just want everyone to get the real information that is out there that's available to you. Don't listen to crazy. Don't listen to Trump. Don't listen to Pence. Don't listen to some of the GOP members who are backing him, because a lot of this is just false information. And we are about to go into overtime, but let me just say this. It is so important to me as an American, as a woman, a professional, as a human, that we try to do what is right or what we may think is right. We must start somewhere. And right here, right now, we're starting with President-elect Biden and VP-elect 
come out here. And all we can do is hope for the best because hope is all that we have right now. <laughs> the struggle is real, and we do get it. So at this point in time, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. I'd like to say thank you so much for all the listeners who's going to listen to this on playback. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family members. Take care of the people around you. If you are going to work, if you are sick, definitely let people know so that they're aware. And most importantly, you stay aware of what's really happening in today's world, whether it's political news, whether it's, you know, dealing with your kid's school, whether it's dealing with the new CDC guidelines, whether it's, you know, dealing with, you know, what's coming up. Um, in politics, what's coming up in just everyday news. Get the facts, get the truth, don't listen to crazy, and just take care of yourself mentally, physically, and just know that people do care about you. People love you. People don't want to see anything bad happen to you. Get help if you if you see or feel the need to. There are mental health services that are available to everybody out there. Take care of yourself. That's all that we have. And meet us back here this weekend as me and my co-host have a lot to talk to you about and have a lot to get into. So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much, and God bless you guys. Diamonds on me, what's the price?
price. price. I'm not getting involved with the hype. hype. I'm too rich to get into a fight. Too rich. 50 rack got my gym fit and tight. Fit that price and them boys come and wipe ya. Wipe ya. We had to dispose of the diapers. Spoon. Yeah, we trap every week, every night. Whoa. Work my movie too smooth, no one died. Yeah, pickers all lightning. Bitches every 90 in this biting. When I got a meal, I got a tight. For the cash, I'ma turn them like a mile. Forget she drippin', droppin'. My wrist all liquid, watch it. Throw the bitch, jump on my dick and pop it. Yeah, get a little bit to deposit. Hey. Walk all I'm having your bay over. Walk up the spot with the makeover. 